For five weeks after the assassination, Mary Lincoln stayed confined to her bedroom, allowing only the closest family and friends to visit. "'I do not have the least desire to live,' she wrote to her friend Madame Bergmans in her last letter from the White House. "'Only my extreme agony of mind has prevented my receiving yourself and other friends. God alone knows the agony of this crushed heart.' She later characterized her final six weeks at the White House as a bed of illness and many days and nights of almost positive derangement. When Mary and her sons finally vacated the White House on May 22, 1865, her celebrity had dwindled so far that few people knew or cared. The major and local newspapers made only the briefest mention of her health and her planned departure from Washington. Few people are known to have said goodbye to Mary when she left. Benjamin French, the commissioner of public buildings who worked with Mary on refurbishing both the White House and the soldiers' home, wrote in his diary that he felt really very sad. Although she has given me a world of trouble, I think the sudden and awful death of the president somewhat unhinged her mind, for, at times, she has exhibited all the symptoms of madness. She is a most singular woman— and it is well for the nation that she is no longer in the White House. It is not proper that I should write down, even here, all I know. Mary's seamstress, Elizabeth Keckley, who accompanied Mary to Chicago, later wrote that, unlike the day thousands of people came to watch President Lincoln's body leave the White House, Mary's departure unfolded with scarcely a friend to tell her goodbye. The silence, as Mary descended the public stairway of the White House, entered the carriage, and rode to the train depot, Keckley remembered, was almost painful. It was a long, somber, depressing, fifty-four-hour journey from Washington to Chicago. Mary sat in a daze, barely speaking. No one could get near enough to her grief to comfort her, William Crook later said. Upon their arrival, no group of citizenry was waiting to welcome them. Instead, The Lincoln family quietly took rooms at the Tremont House, Chicago's largest and most popular hotel. This was a trying time for the Lincolns, and inaugurated a new era in relations between Mary and her oldest son. At age twenty-one, Robert was now the head of the family, and accepting that duty he altered the entire direction of his life.